This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to the Alchemize Life podcast. It is wild that it's 2023. Like, (laughs) I feel like I sound older and older every single year, not only because I cannot for the life of me remember my passwords, which is so funny and so embarrassing because I feel like I always would give my parents such a hard time and roll my eyes when it was like pulling out the Rolodex of passwords But also because I have to say, 2022 flew by. Like, it's so wild for me to think about where I was at January 1st, 2022 versus where I'm at now. Today's Friday, December 30th. So I'm recording this a couple days in advance, this intro at least. And gosh, I mean, when I say like how much can change in a year, And that you can be unrecognizable. Your life could be unrecognizable in a year. Like, I really fucking mean it. I feel like this year, 2022, 2021, um, 2020, like, these past three years have just been this, like, insane experience of every single year looking so so different by the end of it and I actually think that this conversation today with Cassidy is going to be such a great reflection of this because Cass shares her own death and rebirth throughout 2021 and into 2022 and where she's at now and I think it's just for me always such a great reminder to be able to share these types of conversations with all of you because you know and I've said this before my 2021 was really really hard and I felt so alone in all of it I felt like so many people were just having the time of their lives and like everything was crumbling around me and I really went through a death and rebirth that year and 2022 coming into it like really making the decision of like this is how it's going to go like I'm ready I've got the fire lit underneath me and nothing's going to stop me nothing's going to derail me from doing what I want to do being who I want to be living the life that I really desire and not settling in any aspect and throughout this past year of 2022 I have seen so many people going through that same death and rebirth that I went through a year ago. And so having this conversation with Cassidy, I was like, girl, I get it. I get it. And I think that for you all listening to have this conversation as well, because maybe 2022 was really hard for you. 
Maybe it was a year of death and rebirth. Maybe you were challenged like crazy. But what I can say is that all of those challenges, all of those things that knocked you down, all of the times where you prayed and prayed and prayed for a way out, it's for this moment. It's for this year. It's for this future. And I'm so excited for all of you because I truly deeply believe that 2023 is going to be such an incredible year for all of us and again if you had a challenging 2022 I want you to remember that you can come into this year from a space of like I've got this nothing will derail me like I am living on purpose and you know that might mean that you have to make some hard decisions and hard choices and I know that for 2022 I really had to hold myself to a high standard and own my decisions, not turn back on them and really like stick to a lane. You know, like I've made this decision. I'm going to stick to it. This is my new lane now. I'm going to run. And even though 2022 wasn't like an easy year for me, it was still very challenging navigating the divorce and moving and all of these different things. It was still my best year yet, which I've talked about already, so I'm not going to get into that anymore. So I just want to say Happy New Year. I'm so excited to be here with all of you. I'm so excited for a phenomenal 2023. Make the decision to this being your best year yet. Enjoy this conversation with Cassidy Ferris and I. She is a longtime client and friend. We met in 2019 so I have seen her and been in her in her world and supporting her and celebrating her for years now and so I'm just so honored and excited to have her on the podcast and as a reminder over this year I'm going to be bringing on different people from my community and if you would like to be on the podcast we're going to link the form inside of the show notes the way that our community episodes go is that you'll be able to highlight yourself your story your uh, business and how you support people in the work that you do and also have an opportunity to ask me a couple questions and we'll be doing one community episode every single month so again the link in the show notes is for the community form and then as always if you desire greater support with me know that proximity my year-long membership is always open for enrollment it is an all access pass into everything that I'm doing. Next week, we're doing our first live masterclass of the year, Money and Magnetism. And I'm so excited for this, this workshop. And I'll link the workshop separately. So you're going to have a link for the community podcast form. There's going to be a link for proximity, my year long all access pass membership, and then also for Money and Magnetism. And I'm so excited for this masterclass. The last time I recorded it live was in 2020. And oh my goodness, how things have changed. My relationship with money, my perspective on money, the reality that I live in around money is so, so different. When I first recorded that masterclass live in 2020, I had recently passed a quarter of a million dollars for the year. And as proud I, as I am for that version of myself, there were still so many distortions that were limiting me as far as what I was capable of creating opportunity-wise and wealth-wise. And having gone through the 2021 death and rebirth with so much of it having to do around money and self-worth and wealth, like so much of it had to do with that and really like shattering the illusions and the distortions that I had around money the way in which I'm going to be teaching this Money and Magnetism Masterclass on January 12th is going to blow your mind. It's so grounded. 
It's so real. And my intention is that it's a really accessible approach to not only learning how to create wealth on demand, but anchoring in a new level of understanding around wealth energetics and attracting money. It's going to be so much fun. So if you can make it, I would love to have you. If you're like, oh my God, this is the first masterclass and we're already starting here and I know that I want to be a part of more and take the next year to really plug in, then proximity is for you. It is the most obvious no-brainer way to work with me and be in my world. And I would absolutely love to have you inside of our membership. Again, it's an all-access pass and outside of being able to get access into every single masterclass I do, every single group program, every single live course, we also do monthly community hot seat coaching calls that are only available to proximity members. So it really is a blend of mastermind, group spaces, like high-touch containers, all of the things that I love doing in my business for a fraction of the cost. It's only 500 a month. So again all the different ways that you can work with me. But let's jump into the episode with Cassidy because her story, her experience, her journey, again, is just going to be a guiding light for you in embracing your own journey, embracing the mess, embracing the rise from the mess. And if you're not already following Cassidy, I always call her Cass. She's like, I feel like I'm in trouble when you call me Cassidy, but Cassidy is such a beautiful name. (laughs) So Cass's Instagram is at the Divine Fempire, and she is one of my favorite human beings on the planet. So enjoy this episode. Go follow Cass. Head to the show notes for anything that I've discussed, and I will see you next week. Cassidy Ferris, I'm calling you by your full name. Miss Cass, I love you. And I'm so excited that we're having this conversation. And you know, it's so funny. I, um, I don't know if you saw my Instagram stories the other day, but I had this disposable camera that I bought for New Year's Eve, 2019 and ended up taking two photos that night and was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just like use this camera and ended up taking one photo at our VIP weekend in Santa Barbara and then basically took like one or two photos for the past like three years of any like big events that I was doing or anything that anything that was happening in my life and so I finally developed the film last week and I was like I have no idea what's on this camera and there is a photo of you me and the entire group that came to the VIP retreat in uh, Santa Barbara at the Hotel Californian literally back in January of 2020 so three years ago now at this point and I was like oh my goodness seeing young Cass young Ava like it was just the cutest thing ever and just remembering how hectic that weekend was for me, but also how special it was because you and I had been chatting quite a bit before that, I think a few months beforehand and just like, holy shit, how far we have come. Just like what, what a wild past couple years. And so I feel like I'm just so looking forward to this conversation with you because I feel like there, like literally this is a great example of everything happens in divine timing, because I don't think that there would be another perfect moment besides this moment right now to be having this conversation. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Ah, that's so, so wild. Like my heart is just like opening right now because there's just so much compassion and love for <laughs> little Cassidy back then. Like not so little, but just I'm in such a different place now. And it's just wild. To, it was funny. It's funny that you say that you got those developed because I was going back through my camera roll, like on my phone. Um, I don't know, maybe like a week and a half or two ago. And I came to those photos and I literally was just like, oh, my heart. Like, I love who she is. Like, I love where she was at at that point in time. She was growing so much. She was just kind of starting her spiritual journey, just starting her healing journey and really stepping into her own. But damn, like where I'm at now, like, oh, like I love my life now. And it's just, it's wild how much time and evolution can happen. I mean, I guess it's not in a lot of time. Three years is not too much, but just so much can happen then. And I'm so grateful for all of the time, all of the struggles that have happened since then, all the struggles leading up to when we took that picture too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more that there's not a more perfect time to be having this conversation together than right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, and something that has really like landed for me, especially over this past year has been the importance of zooming out. And, you know, it's so easy in our field to get so hyper-focused on the single moment and the single thing, the single launch, the single sale, the single day, the single month. And, I used to get so caught up in it to the point where if it wasn't always happening in like a very linear, positive upward motion, something was wrong in my eyes. And this past year, I've really let go of that concept of, I mean, it being wrong first and foremost, but also the intense way in which we as human beings will make so much meaning out of the singular moment or single singular experience defining what's possible for us or even our identity. And Mm. I think that's such a great example of like, yes, we, we came together and met in person in January, 2020, you know, we worked together throughout 2020 in a various, in various capacities. And Throughout that process, there were moments of growth, of course, along the way, but it's so much easier in those moments of growth to get hyper-focused on that. But when you can now, December 22nd, 2022, (laughs) zoom out and look back at all of the things, and I want to talk about this last year for you, especially because I think this is going to be very helpful for people. And look back around along all of it, you know, retrospect is always going to show us that there is, there is meaning in all of it and that it didn't in that moment have to define us, but it actually got to serve us and fuel us and, and help us to evolve into who we are and what we know today. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And that zoom out, like you were sharing, that's something that I've really been practicing this last year, because again, it is so easy. I think, especially at like in the entrepreneurial space to zoom in on what is right in front of you. But if you can zoom out and really practice zooming out and viewing things, viewing everything for what it is, not just the one thing that you're focusing on, it one, it really allows you to stretch time. And then mm-hmm. two is that it takes you out and realize and, and helps you to realize that there's actually 
so many like really truly infinite possibilities for what you can actually do and work with. Like, I think we get an idea and it has to be this way, but if you are able to zoom out, you're like, Ooh, there's so many different ways I can do this. Let's play and see what I wanted. You know, let's play and see how I want to do this. Like, it doesn't have to be this one way. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to get wrapped up in like, people are doing it this way. People are doing it that way. And like, should I do it this way? Should I do it that way? Because they're doing it. And it's like, no, because I have all of these different ways that I can do. And if I give myself permission to do it any of these other ways, you have no idea what the, like what magic can manifest and what like greater impact you can have and a greater experience that you can have with your leading yourself through whether, whether it's something in your business and you're creating it or whether it's how you want to navigate conflict or whatever. If you're able to zoom out, you're like, ooh, I have all of these different like possibilities. Let's play and see which one I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of the things that is sticking out and I was literally writing an email about this today is the energy of play. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really hard for a lot of people to not just like conceptually know like, oh, I can play around, but to like actually embody it. And I know for me in like 2021, I would say a big part of why it was such a hard year was that I conceptually knew play around, have fun, be creative, experiment. But it wasn't truly embodied. And what I mean by that is that I would approach something from this energy of I'm playing around, I'm trying something new, I'm experimenting. But then the follow-up to that was if it didn't work out, again, if it wasn't that like upward trajectory, then I would like make it mean something about me and it would be heavy and it wouldn't be this like experimentation type of energy where there's like a neutral unattached um, Mm -hmm. relationship, but it was more like this didn't work. And so it was never actually really play. It like came in like disguised as play, but what it really Mm -hmm. was, was like attachment and expectation from a really unhealthy place. And, you know, I'm so grateful as I'm sure you are with your time that you've spent over the past few years. I'm so grateful to have experienced it in that frame to know that like that wasn't actually serving me. That really was actually bringing me down. It was really heavy and it was not creating from the place that I wanted to create because it wasn't, it wasn't a healthy energy to create from. And it was actually destroying my mental health. Yeah. Yes. I absolutely that like, oof, that hits home for me too, because that is exactly kind of what my experience was in. I swear all all of the years get mixed up with COVID. It's like a black hole. What was it? Um, (laughs) beginning of 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I had entered the coaching space, the coaching realm, the wild, wild west. Um, (laughs) When I worked with you in your mastermind in 2020. So that was like mid-year 2020. And then I was in that, you know, I was doing it. I was trying. I thought that I was in a place to lead people. I was not in an integrity. I didn't know what I was doing. 
And I didn't have the mental health. I didn't have the tools, the resources to really hold myself and know that I'd be okay, regardless of what happens. I was really attaching my worth to what was happening in my business. And like Mm -hmm. you said, it was ruining my mental health. And so in the beginning of uh, 2021, like I shared, I decided to, well, we had, you had the, what was it? The divine femme immersion, like weekend immersion in -hmm. February. And that was incredible. And it was in that, it was in a meditation or an experience that you led in during that immersion weekend that my business name, the event, the divine fempire dropped into me, like straight from mm-hmm. so straight into my lap. I know, I, I know you that. do. And you're like, yeah, I shared I that. And you were now. Like, I'm like, I know. I remember. <laughs> I know. It was wild. You like shared like what came up and I was like, oh fuck. Like, you know what just came up? My whole business name. like my whole, like what I thought was my vision, like dropped into me in an instant. And I loved that. I was so grateful for it. I was like, so excited for it. I soft launched it and I'm doing air quotes because no no one, like the people listening right now can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Like I soft launched it. And then immediately after that, um, you know, there were different things that led to it. I had a death in the family and it was really my first experience with the death of a loved one. So there was that, there was my mental health. That was just not it for a sustainable business. Um, and then there was just not having inspiration. Like I had that boost of inspiration with the divine vampire and I soft launched it, like I said, and then I consciously decided with everything that was happening in my life to take a step back and put the divine vampire on hold and tend to myself. And then from there, I actually, um, and this is kind of where like just a wild timeline of events that happened for my growth, but did not feel like it was happening for me at the time. Um, I entered a really deep, dark depression. I really entered a void. I completely numbed out for months. I wasn't working at the time because I was a teacher and schools were still closed. Um, so I really had nothing going on and I really, really had to, I was like, the universe was like, you're going to sit with your shit. You Mm -hmm. are going to sit with it. You are going to feel deep pain. You are going to like just suffer beyond I've, I've had one other bout of depression before after a really gnarly breakup in college. Um, but that I could at least assign to something like Mm -hmm. why it was there. And this one just kind of came out of nowhere. and. So that was a pain like I'd never known before. I was questioning what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I, you know, I have all these wonderful tools. I have my spirituality. I have breath work and meditation. I had just gotten certified in um, AOB, um, the Academy of Breath, your program. And I I felt like I had all these tools, but I couldn't lead myself out of this Mm. void. And so then it was me questioning what, like, I have all of these tools. I have all of these resources and I still can't do it. Like, what does this mean? And for the first time I had suicidal, um, suicidal ideation, which scared the hell out of me. And I didn't feel like I could open up to the people that were closest to me because I didn't want them worrying about me. I didn't want to add any of this on to their plates because I know everyone was kind of barely hanging on. I feel like in 2021 and 
Um, so, you know, very, very, very slowly, I started to climb my way out, but I completely removed from, I've completely just unconsciously, subconsciously removed myself from all of the things that I knew were best for me, like exercise, eating right, meditation, breath work. I knew that they were there, but I just didn't feel like I could or wanted to use them. And that was a part of my journey that was going to teach me exactly how powerful those, (laughs) you know, those tools really are for me. Um, But that wouldn't come until later. And I completely removed myself from my spirituality practice or what I thought. And I just slowly started to live life. And I removed myself completely from all social media platforms for an entire year and three months, um, starting in May of 2021. And again, so I slowly started to live life um, just as a normal non-coach, non-entrepreneur, just living life, trying to figure it out. I decided to go back to grad school to get my counseling degree. Um, And so I started that. Um, And then as I was in that program for a few months, I realized it wasn't for me. And at this point, my mental health was a lot better. I had purpose again in my life. I was like, I'm going to be a counselor. Like, I'm going to help people. This is going to be amazing. And I was kind of, I felt connected to that, but I was also trying to kind of convince myself because deep down I knew it wasn't for me. I knew I was meant for so much more. And I knew that I had so much uh, creative potential to create Mm -hmm. something. And so fast forward a year, basically to uh, June of 2022. And I went to go visit my really good friend from um, undergrad in New York for a week. Uh, She's there in law school. And so we hadn't seen each other in like since before the pandemic. And I just kind of came alive there and it made me enter that realm of playing around. Like, could I move to New York? Could I, you know, what do I really want to do? I feel like New York is kind of the city of infinite possibilities and potential. And I kind of really tapped into that. And it was funny because you had launched the vision board life bundle Mm -hmm. as I was in New York and I saw it and I was like, Ooh, that's exciting. And, but I was like, I don't really have, I was telling myself, I don't really have like $150 to invest in this right now or whatever it was. It was a very, very, very it was low 99. ticket. 99. <laughs> I, was like, I don't really have that. I'm in New York right now. I don't really have excuses. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to invest in myself because I hadn't invested in myself in like a year and a half because I had completely removed myself away from that space. And I invested in How that. did you find it? The podcast I had, or emails? I had, I had uh, maybe it was an email or maybe I'd okay. randomly gone on Instagram. I don't remember. Um, but so I invested in that. And like, I swear that like sparked just something like mm. it sparked potential in me. I was like, what do I want my, like, what is my vision board life? I hadn't thought about that in so long because I had completely removed myself from kind of that world, that realm, and was just like allowing myself to live and to maintain my mental health. And I wasn't quite at that thriving point yet. I was just kind of still maintaining, surviving, holding myself up each day. But I felt like I was allowing that to fall away and kind of come back to my true self. Um, 
I had kind of started to allow myself to play in what might my future look like if I don't decide to continue with this counseling degree and what I thought was my path forward. Um, and so that kind of was like the first like spark of like, what do I want my actual life to look like? Mm -hmm. Like, what is my vision board life? And then I came home from, so I did a few different programs within that in the span of a few weeks. Um, and then I come home and a few weeks later, my house floods. You're kind of aware of this. Um, <laughs> my house floods on the 4th of July. And before I know it, I live with my older sister. Before I know it, we have to move out because mold grows really fast. And we have two dogs and we live in San Diego in the summertime where Airbnbs and short-term rentals are like, $25,000 and we insane don't have insane amounts of money, <laughs> insane amounts of money. So we're yeah. over here. Like, what do we do? Like, we both have jobs here. It's not like we can just go like, go back home yeah. and live with our parents or something, you know? And so it was a really like that experience of having your entire life uprooted like my root chakra was like, oh my God, oh my God, mm -hmm. what is happening right now? Like, yeah. I do not feel safe. Like I don't have a healthy, safe home to live in. And that experience, like, I swear it was my second spiritual awakening. And it is what really um, was the catalyst to get me to where I am today. Because I had to dig so, and, and like I had shared, like, I didn't really, I wasn't really like practicing spirituality, like consciously practicing it, like sitting down, praying, you know, meditating. I didn't, I wasn't doing that at that time. Um, I was just kind of removed from what my spiritual practice had looked like before. Um, and that experience of being completely uprooted, not knowing what my future was like literally the next day or the day after, um, it really forced me to ground so far deep in my spirituality, like my actual spirituality, my relationship with spirit, with divine, with source, God, whatever word resonates, I use them all. Um, <laughs> and that is what opened me up to moving forward and reigniting my relationship with the divine vampire and my vision for myself, because I was like, there has to be something more than being scared shitless of where I'm going to live the next day and how the hell I'm going to pay for a home to be safe in. Like, I don't like this uncertainty. I don't like not knowing how to care for myself or like having limitations put on me. Like, this is not the life that I am meant to live. I am meant to be the queen of my freaking empire and have resources, have financial freedom, have time freedom, have just freedom in my life. Like I am called to help people create this for themselves too. Like I am, I want to create this for myself and I'm going to help other people create this for myself because everyone should have that freedom in their life. No one should have to feel like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for you know, this random expense or whatever it is. Um, and so that, and, and everyone should have the, and what I desire everyone to have is that 
safety in the relationship with spirit of knowing that you're going to be okay, knowing that you are always protected, knowing that you are always supported, that you are always being guided, that life is always happening for you. And when like coming back to the flood, I remember really when that spiritual awakening happened, happened that second, I guess, spiritual awakening happened was when I literally was crying because I was scared. I was frustrated. I was angry at the situation. And I was like, point me. I was like, God, and I hadn't prayed in a long time. I was like, God, point me to where you want me to go. And I will go. And literally that evening, like two hours later, I found a short-term rental that was semi-affordable that was in Encinitas, which is where me and my sister had been talking about potentially moving. It was in a gated community. It had a pool. It was two weeks, two blocks from the beach and it couldn't have been a more perfect thing. But I don't believe that would have happened if I hadn't been like, point me to where you want, like an incomplete surrender. Mm -hmm. Point me to where you want me to go and I will go. And from then that became my mantra. That became my prayer every single day to to this day. It is still my day to, it is, (laughs) To this day, it is still my prayer. Point me where to point me to where you want me to go and I will go. Tell me what you want me to share and I will share it. Tell me what you want me to say and I will say it. In the service of my highest good, in the service good, in the service of the highest good of all. And really from there, I found that we are just manifestations of spirit, that we are manifestations of the infinite love that God is, that the infinite wisdom that sources, the infinite truth that divine is. We are just really holograms of the universe reflecting back to each other, you know, mm-hmm. our souls, our spirits. And that's my purpose is to help other people see that and find that within themselves. Mm. I know that was a lot, but (laughs) so much happened and it's just like, I have so much inside of me that like my vision, I was talking about this with someone last week. I was like, my vision is like really hard to put into a Instagram bio because it's so much more than like, (laughs) I'm like, do you know how many times I've redone my Instagram bio? Like fuck this Instagram bio. bio. I know. (laughs) I'm like, fuck this Instagram bio. My, my vision can't even be put into like an elevator pitch. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. I mean, I think it it makes me emotional because I care about you so much and to know that you really had like a dark night of the soul over the past year. I mean, and I, I was right there along with you in different in different forms, but yeah. like the prayer and I love conversations like this because sometimes, I mean, you know me, I can get like, I'm getting super emotional in, too now. <laughs> you, I can get, I can get super into my masculine sometimes, which is fun for me. Cause I'm super like, go, go, go. But like that prayer of like, just like point me in the right direction and I'll go like, tell me what to say. I'll do it. Like I, it's like, I'm, I'm in service, right. It's like really right. opening yourself up to be in service. And I think yeah. one of the things that was so beautiful about 2021 for me was like really reconnecting with God in that way too. And then finding a really beautiful middle ground once I got into this year where I was like, I was just too in it for a point mm-hmm. and which was great. I needed it. Right. In the same right. way that you needed that, that darkness, you needed the, the, the contrast of like 
this, this coaching industry that's like all possibilities exist and blah, 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 blah. And like, I don't want to be here. You know, like you needed that because that's like the real human experience of what all of us are feeling at some point or another, but are too scared to say, like, even your experience of saying, like, I didn't want to put this on other people in my life is like, that's so, so common for every single person to, to feel that way. And I just think that there's just so much richness in this whole experience for you that like, gave you a greater context as to why you're doing what you're doing and the importance of it all um, that I don't think you would have had if you were to have just like in 2020 hit the ground running and like everything was peachy keen and like never had to deal with any anything more than just like I'm going to launch this thing and then I'm going to do this yeah. and this is my new brand <clears throat> and like here's a social media post it's like no like I, I don't I don't like the story of like, we have to have the hard things happen to us, but like we do have the hard things happen to us. And in the process of those hard things happen to us, that's how our character is really built. And that's how the depth of passion and excitement and just, and devotion to what Mm. we have to share is built as well too. And so, you know, I think about like for myself this past year and the year prior in 2021, 2022, I'm like, it was so fucking hard. It was a really <laughs> yeah. hard year. Yes. And I'm so grateful because now the level of compassion and empathy that I have, the mm. feeling yeah. like a constant beginner that mm-hmm. I have that my ego needed like fucking slapped across the face for a bit after 2020 is ego it, it. Yeah. Yeah. I needed it. I need I, it. And so yeah. I get it. I really get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a few things there. Like I remember someone saying, I wish you weren't experiencing this. Like, I wish you didn't have, like, I, I wish this wasn't what you were experiencing. And even like, especially looking back, but even then I was like, part of me wishes that I wasn't either, but I'm so grateful that I am because I know on the other side of this massive contraction is going to be massive expansion, even if I can't even imagine right now what that looks like because I'm so far in the darkness I know that it's coming I've been shown time and time again that the light always comes it will come I trust that it'll come I don't know when it feels like it's a really long far time off and away from coming but even then yeah I was like nope I'm okay in the darkness. It feels like shit, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I'm okay here because I know that I will be coming out on the other side. And I know I had said that I was removed from like spirituality, quote unquote. I was removed from what my spiritual practice had looked like before, but I was not removed. And, And I remember sitting at the beach with a good girlfriend in San Diego And I hadn't seen her in a while because of the pandemic and we were catching up and it was, as I was saying it to her, I was like, yeah, I really haven't been like very spiritual in the, like the last year. And as I said that, I like thought about literally that morning about how I was having a conversation with 
like on over the phone, like on text with one of my sisters. And I was so frustrated with what she had sent me. And in that moment, I was like, love her for who she is. And I, it was in the conversation when I was telling her that story, I was like, that is what spirituality is. Spirituality doesn't need to be journaling or Mm -hmm. a 10, 20 minute breath work and meditation practice. Spirituality is who you are being as you are like, as you are living. Spirituality is choosing to love instead of choosing to pick someone apart or be frustrated with someone and express it. Spirituality is choosing, choosing to embody love, choosing to be love. Mm. And it was really, it was a really powerful realization as I was having that conversation with my friend, because I was like, I am being spiritual. Yeah. And spirituality, like your practices are going to fluctuate. They're going to evolve. They're going to shrink. Sometimes they're going to look completely different and they're allowed to look completely different every day, every moment. Spirituality is your relationship to spirit. It is nothing more. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as people realize that, it really gives them freedom to let go of what externally spirituality looks like or is supposed to look For like. Sure. Well, it's the gateways, right? It's like right. journaling, gateway, breathwork, gateway, meditation, yeah. gateway, gratitude, you know, affirmation, gateway to the truth. Right. Yeah. That's it. You know, and, and that's why I'm always, I like for me, I'm so big on like, do what feels right in the moment, Mm -hmm. like show up for yourself in the way that feels right in the moment. But like, it's not supposed to look the same every single day because you do not look the same every single day. And when you can get rid of that rigidity, you just have so much more space to explore it from like a really healthy space that Mm -hmm. allows for you to meet yourself where you're at versus hold yourself to this impossible standard of I must wake up at 7am every single day to do a 40 minute breathwork and meditation practice. And if I don't do that, then my entire day is ruined. Like Mm -hmm. that's not spirituality. That's, that's, that's not it. Yeah. It's just not it. Yeah. 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 And So, so that was a really big, like, kind of death of what I thought spirituality is. And then the, I kind of sat in that for like six months. And then when my house flooded and I shared like that kind of spiritual awakening, when I just randomly dropped to, you know, the proverbial knees and prayed, Mm -hmm. that was when it became alive in me again. And I was like, Ooh, this new relationship I have with spirit. Ooh, this is good. Like this is, Mm -hmm. and not, and like spirit is just your true self. Spirit is just coursing your brains and planes, coursing your veins and flooding through you at all, at all times. It is always with you. And so your relationship to spirit is really your relationship with your true self mm-hmm. and knowing that that's always there. Like that is, I feel like true spiritual freedom because it's never, you're never without it. Mm, yes. 100%. So obviously the topic of mental health in relationship to entrepreneurship is so big and is something that you've experienced and navigated over the past uh, couple of years since you've started. What do you think is like your biggest challenge right now that you are navigating or working towards overcoming 
to continue to maintain like a healthy threshold of your mental and emotional relationship to business? Oof, good question. <laughs> you always have good questions with that one. I like, even said threshold, Oof. right? Threshold, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, something I am always, always working on, and I think it will be a very long, lifelong journey really, is not assigning meaning to external external things a launch yeah. a post a whatever it is is yeah. just not assigning your worth not assigning meaning to it yeah which is challenging you know it's like yeah. what was I talking about earlier you know like so many of us have this idea of like it has to work right now and if it doesn't work right now, then the meaning comes up, right? This is how I'm going to decide, like, if it doesn't work, this is what it means. Yeah. But one of the things that I, that I ask myself in that is like, but why, why does it have to mean that? Why am I assigning this meaning to it? Why does it even have to work right now? And one of the huge reframes that I really started adapting, especially over these last few months was it actually doesn't have to work right now because I'm in process and mm. I have a really long-term vision and it doesn't matter if it doesn't work right now because I already know that I'm committed to showing up tomorrow. Yeah. And that has been so huge for me because it's like, if today is a wash, if today fucking sucks, if I failed at this launch or this was a low month, yeah, I'm going to feel the human feels of it, but it's not going to change what's going to come after that, you know? And I think yeah. that that really helps with the, with the impatience that we feel and the meaning that we uh, dictate towards different things. It's like, okay, maybe I will give it this meaning, but whether it has this meaning or not, I'm still showing up tomorrow. So it, so it doesn't actually change anything at all. So do I want to give it this meaning that's going to make me feel like shit? Or do I want to look at this as like, I'm always growing. I'm always evolving. I get to choose what I liked about this, what I didn't like about this. And at the end of the day, I'm always coming out on top. Like you were a part of the journey. So, you know, like that's a big thing is yeah. like, I'm always coming out on top. And I think that that, that gets to be the meaning behind all of it. But the biggest thing for me has definitely been like, it really doesn't matter how this goes today or not. Like if I was a soccer team, for example, it's like I could lose this game, but I'm still going to show up for practice tomorrow. Right. Yep. Ooh, you hit me with the soccer. That was my, that was my whole you know life what? growing up. <laughs> Goal. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. Like I couldn't agree more. And really when you, when you have that long-term vision, which I didn't have before when I, like I shared like the divine vampire and the idea came to me, the name came to me in 2021. I didn't have that. It was a constant. It has to happen. It has to happen this time. It has to happen now. And when it didn't, it felt like shit. And when it didn't, I questioned my whole existence. <laughs> I questioned like, why am I in this game? I'm not meant to be, you know, making it meaning like I am not meant to be in this game of entrepreneurship. Now, and that's part of the reason why I had to have that deep void, that second spiritual awakening. I'm in it for the long game. Like this is my life's work. This is my purpose. This, like the divine temper is my baby. And 
it is a movement in the making and it is here for life. And so, yeah, one flop of a post, one flop of a launch, me saying something that's not in whatever, like full alignment, like I get to come back tomorrow. I get to pull my shit together. I get to figure out what is in alignment. I get to recalibrate my energy. I get to recalibrate my vision and I get to free myself from making it mean anything more than I am growing. And I am always winning in the process. Mm, So good. I fucking love it. I'm so proud of you. And just (laughs) so, just so excited because it's like, it's liberation, right? To like land in this space and be able to really embody it and not just know it, but like embody it where it's like, I'm still showing up tomorrow. Yeah. Let it be messy. Let it be imperfect. But you know what? Tomorrow it's going to be a little bit better. And then the next day it'll be even better than that. Um, so you mentioned before we hit record that you have a signature program that is arriving on earth soon called on earth side. Yes, it has been, it has been in the cosmic realm and I am about to birth it (laughs) earth side. Um, yes, it is called infinite. Now it is a seven week journey together, a seven week sort of initiation into, what the archetype that I've found within myself and created and cultivated um, called the infinite woman. And so it is coming back to your infinite potential, coming back to your infinite power, coming back to your infinite wisdom, your infinite truth, and really your relationship to your true self and therefore spirit. And I'm really excited for it. It's been in the, it's been in the making. Um, I created the idea or I rather downloaded, remembered the idea um, shortly after the wild experience of my house flooding and (laughs) that second spiritual awakening. And it's through it. It's through my lived experience and how I navigated myself out of that massive mess and turned it into gold because from that experience, I came back to realize that I am here to serve in a massive way and I'm here to support others as they manifest and live their massive version, uh, their massive visions. And I blanked out for a second. Um, yeah, as they manifest and live their visions that they have. And it's, for me, it's always through spirit. I live through spirit. I coach through spirit. I mentor through spirit. And so it's inviting them to then become their own coach, their own mentor through spirit and giving them back their power, not giving them back their power, but them finding and remembering that they actually have the power to do that for themselves. Mm, A reclamation. A reclamation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because that was what my whole experience was. And I literally wouldn't be 
here today without that experience and without, you know, the dark night and the many dark nights of the soul that I went through. And it's like, that is what the program is. It's not a dark night vision or a dark night of the soul experience, but it is, it is their remembering of I've got me. I trust me because I am spirit. I am infinite. Mm -hmm. And I get to have an infinite life of infinite abundance, infinite prosperity, infinite purpose, infinite passion, infinite pleasure. And that just gets to be my reality because it is, and I am it. Mm. Honestly, it just makes it so easier to go through all of life when you have that knowing established inside of you. Yeah. No, I mean, like, even when you said that you were quote unquote, like not in the spiritual practices, you still had the greater understanding and the greater knowing of like, this is how it is right now. But I know that at some point there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel and I can trust that. And I can like hold on to that. And I remember for myself as well, too, it was like, I would sit in meditation and pray every single day. And my like existential crisis of 2021, I didn't, I, I more so stepped away from business, but like really leaned into practice. Like I connected to the earth. I meditated. I did breath work. I prayed. I did ceremony with myself every single day and like fell so deep into like ritual. And I needed that though, because it was like every single day I was returning to this knowing of like, everything is happening for a reason. This is happening for you. You are going to understand at some point and would just pray to God, like, show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. And I was shown eventually. And then it's like, you know, having, having the courage once you're shown to be like, all right, it's go time. And I think that that's something that is really important for people that are listening to, to remember as well too, is like, if you are experiencing what either Cass or I have shared today, it's like, there will be a point when you know, Mm-hmm. You have to have the courage and the bravery and the audacity to follow through with that knowing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my mantra throughout the last six months, and it will forever be my mantra, it's basically the anthem of the Divine Femper is I was made for this. Mm. I was made for this. I was made for this. I was made for this. The obstacle, the challenge, the void, the opportunities the invitations from the universe. I was made for this. This is happening for me. And I was made for this. So of course I can handle it. Mm -hmm. Of course I can come out the other side. Of course I can meet myself at my edge and move past it. Of course, because I was made for this. Like this was made for me and let's go. Like I've got me. Spirit's got me. Source has got me. I'm always led. I'm always loved. Let's go. I love it. So good. Where can people find you? How can we follow they you? They can find me at, um, literally at the Divine Vampire on Instagram. And I will be launching my sort of website. It's like a sales page for the program Infinite Now that I got designed and all of my lovely pictures from my branding photo shoot are on there. And it's just Which like are so my hot. visual. <laughs> so hot. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, it's just, I'm a very aesthetic person. I love beauty. I love just visual, like visual, whether it's home, clothes, mm-hmm. nature, you name it. Like beauty is a deep value for me because of what it activates within, within me. Um, 
And so having that sales page, having those photos is literally my vision coming to life. And so I'm very proud of that. It will be launching soon and that this program will be launching soon. And so you can find that um, I'll have it launched by the release of the podcast. So you can find that in the link in my bio. Um, I haven't started posting on TikTok, but I plan to. So it's at the Divine Femme Fire <laughs> on there too. And yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That's Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you and I'm so grateful to walk alongside you. Thank you. This was a dream come true. So I am just going to be <laughs> reveling in this energy all day and yes, all week just, until, and then float throughout the rest of your flow, day. I know. <laughs> and then when this, when this lunch is live, I'm going to be like, Oh my God, it's out there. And I'm just super excited. And I know that this podcast, this conversation, um, served exactly who is listening to it. And I'm just so grateful for that. 